Hi, everybody. It has been a little while, but now that we're going to jump back into our next episode of the podcast, let us direct your attention to our sponsor this week. It is the National RV Training Academy, and they do amazing things for RV owners. You can go take a class in person at their really cool school, or you can have their classes come to you by digital download or on a USB key. That's right. You can get the classes wherever you are currently camping or hold up to work Perfect on. Perfect for your, right now. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about this. If you have any questions about any equipment on your RV, well, you could have it at hand on your laptop or on USB. If you want to know how to maintain it, how to work on it, or just want to know how it works, this is the right way to do it. The National RV Training Academy, Terry Cooper, the Texas RV professor, knows his stuff and he's made it available to you. It's so easy to get this information at your fingertips at nrvta.com just look at their list of courses and choose the at home basic training course right usually this course costs 397 Mm -hmm. but right now with the promo code rv small talk you can actually get 10 percent off of that price so go to the website nrvta.com right put in RV Small Talk in the promo code space. You get 10% off that. You can have it shipped straight to you and you can spend this time learning all about your RV. Camping's coming, y'all. We guarantee it. So be ready. Get ready. In this episode, we talk to manufacturers all over the country to see what's going on in their world and maybe some new products we're going to see. I'm excited about that. Yeah, and we talk about the top six things that we think you need to not forget in your haste to go camping whenever it opens up again. All right. Are ready you ready? Start your engines. No, God no? bless. Ready? <laughs> Set. Go. Good job, Peter. Welcome to RV Small Talk, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and of course, the adventures that go along with them. I'm PJ. I'm Clint. And I'm lost. I mean, I'm Lindsay. to go camping 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 <clears throat> me. Me, 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 me because the weather's been great except for we can't go anywhere i know but we will soon well okay let's be fair the weather's been great off and on that's true I mean, every, every week epic we have storms. three days of storms yeah which leaves what three and a half days Puddles? four days of oh yeah I, i'm cool with it well, I'm cool with it, or I'm overcast and kind of 40s mucky. And I get and the then, whole... And then a nice afternoon. So I, I, I think it's, it is under, it is overstating it to say it's been great weather. I think that's pessimistic. And you started this off with happy and peppy and all that. I did. What, what happened? I did. I don't I know. Think, I think we went to weather. Guys, I think it's Texas. So when it comes to weather... We'll we'll take what well, we can say, get, and it's called nice. Everyone yes. complains <laughs> about rainy weather camping. I've actually had some great camping trips with rain involved. I've had some miserable camping trips with rain involved, well, but I would still do it. I, I would still do it. I'll take it over many other circumstances I could be in. But I will tell you, the wildflowers have been over the top this year. Of what? Of of the, of the grass over the top of the over grass over the top of the weeds the okay <laughs> the curb <laughs> it's been inspiring for those who actually can leave their house to see the wildflowers and so it has been a great year for wildflowers i go nowhere but from here home here home to work to home to work to home do you take different paths no i don't i take the same one cuz it has beautiful wildflowers what if there's other Boom. wildflowers on other paths that you haven't seen? I don't care. She'll never see them. I don't care. I know where the ones Listen, are that I love. So. I don't care if it's raining or sunny or snowing or there's wildflowers or there's high or water I'm in on the, the desert. Road. I need to go camping like soon. Okay. So, well, that we, would be awesome. Hope we get to do that soon. We're going to talk about 
Getting ready to go camping. Getting ready. I know. Let's stop talking about not going camping and start planning. I feel like maybe if we're super prepared, we Mm -hmm. start planning now. Then the second that we're able to, you can just hop in your vehicle and go. Okay. Okay. So you're just like ready, set. So this is like priming your engine. We're going to go. We we know (laughs) that we're going to go. We just don't know exactly when. It's a little bit of hurry up and wait, but let's hurry up now and prepare and get excited about it. Yes. Let's get excited about it. Okay. So maybe one of my first ideas and I'm, I'm, I haven't even seen a script. So I like the way you're holding your mic today. You're getting pretty cash with this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. So maybe the first thing is, is, Target some places that you would like to go, even if they're closed right now, and kind of have on a reminder to um, to check back, to and put yourself on a schedule to check back and because it make really is going to be a race. Yes, you know, like I everybody has the same idea that you do, so it's going to be a race of who can call and get the spots booked up right. the fastest. So figure out where you want to go now. And Absolutely. for those people who have been you know, looking at national parks for years lately, those people have already known that you already need to know the date that your reservation might be open and you okay. got to get on the phone. So it, now just treat any park kind of the same way now. Should I admit that I hadn't even thought of that? Yeah, it's not on this I lovely sheet that you prepared. I hadn't but. even thought of that. I've been thinking about how to get ready to go camping which is what we're talking about today yeah, not, I, not getting a spot I mean, but that, what a that's great a really idea. good point because yeah. yeah really good point well to be all dressed up and nowhere to go is, is pretty sad <laughs> so let's, yeah let's are we all the, dressed up and nowhere to go well we're going to talk about getting dressed okay. up here right we are and so let's do that all okay. right so all right. well i think when people think about getting ready to go they talk about you know i'm going to clean up my rv i'll you know restock the dishes i'll double check the first aid kit i'll make sure everything's all clean and ready to go mm-hmm. what we did was we came up with the six things that are really just the big overall springtime maintenance that you need to pay attention to when you're getting ready to go because i think you're right when you know, the floodgates open and it's like, all right, state parks open, at least in this neck of the woods. We're all going to be jumping in saying, me, 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 right. I'm going right now. So it's a good time to maybe you can't do all these things right now, uh-huh. uh, depending on where you are. But you need to know that they're, they need to be on your hot list. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll just get forgotten because well, floodgates are camping absolutely right. season will just jump in. Yeah. Any any forum on any social media, particularly Facebook and all that. Any camping group, RV group, there are people who are just, they're biting at the bit, chomping at the bit, if you will. And it's, it's absolutely, I guarantee you, people are going to go out like one to three go. It's going to be this mad race for parks and spots. Okay. Well, the top thing on my list is start off by filling your propane because nobody remembers how much propane they had right. at the end of last year. Right. Nobody remembers. And you think, well, I don't need it all that much. But, you know, so often the first camping trip is a disaster because you didn't quite do the big preparedness thing. Foundational things. Yes. So I always say, uh, you know, fill your propane. Fill your propane and, you know, do the basic propane checks, like turn on your stove, be sure it lights and those kind of basic things. So often spiders just get in there and clog up the lines, maybe on your furnace or on your refrigerator. Why do insects like propane so (laughs) much? I have no idea, but they do. Yeah, the flying insects and spiders, it's the weirdest thing. Rotten eggs is a good smell to I mean, good, yeah. Good isn't bad. Good isn't bad. So the second thing. Uh Uh-huh. Check your batteries. Yes. Now, how do you do that? Well, you don't check them while your trailer's plugged in. You, you check them when your right. trailer you can't, is not right. plugged in. You're not going to get a good read <laughs> on your battery mm-hmm. if it's if you're plugged in in yeah. your garage or whatever. Right. But you'll know that you have power through your house, so... You know, I mean, if that's not what you're looking for, <laughs> if you're looking for power in your battery and not in your house, unplug from the house. Yeah. And so um, if you have a battery that needs maintenance, pop open those caps, make sure that they that you have enough distilled water in them. That just up to the line. Don't overfill them. Right. So make mm-hmm. sure that that's taken care of. Charge them up and then pull power off off the trailer and then check your batteries. And if you have any inkling of a concern, 
why not take it to just pull out the battery and take it to any just place take it somewhere yeah have somebody check battery. it for you so you can know 100% that once you get out there you can actually use your battery mm-hmm. yeah deep cycle batteries that are on trailers the thing about them is they may say they have a full charge the minute you try to use They're them liars drops like a rock <laughs> so yeah you can take it to Walmart or an auto parts store and they'll have a way to check it mm-hmm. under a load and that's the key word under a load to be sure that it's going to hold a charge. Good thing to do at the beginning. Batteries do not like cold weather. So they could have, you know, kicked the can yeah, during the yeah. winter. What's the next thing, Clint? Well, tires. If your trailer's been sitting any amount of time, check those tires. They they can dry rot. They can kind of gain a memory wherever the the point of contact with the road has been mm-hmm. check those tires check air pressure well and how do i that. check them do i check them with a penny um no i wouldn't do that i think there's that is the, the most base level and it. it's not very helpful oftentimes well sometimes tires deteriorate mm-hmm. before the tread Absolutely. actually goes away but i think if you just look at your tires you check for being cracked on the outside, uh-huh. bubbles, cuts. A little waviness, maybe? Yeah, anything that looks out of the ordinary. Uh-huh. And if your tires are five years old, it doesn't matter how much you've used them or how long your trailer's been sitting. If they're older than five years, then we as a dealership definitely suggest you just go ahead, grab some new tires yeah. because... It doesn't matter how many miles are on them. Yeah. If you think that your tire is, you know, in reasonable shape, I don't have a problem with hitching up and doing a test pull just a few miles down, you know, at maybe highway speeds, whatever I'm going to be testing on around the neighborhood, maybe a short stretch of highway, bring it back home just to see how it pulls after Mm -hmm. I've checked the tires visually and filled them up to the right pressure. And That'll also let me know if I have a wobble, if I have something out of balance, because yeah. some people don't actually put weights on their tires to balance them. I, I like a balanced tire. Mm-hmm. Well, tires are just one of the most expensive problems when they blow out on the road. Yeah, because they cause they're... all the damage. Yeah. 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 And oh, what you it know, does to a fender well or to a, to yeah, a wall. A well, big it's just dangerous and... Mm-hmm. Just just avoid it. Just double check your tires. Sometimes you think, oh, we're good. My trailer's only a few years old. Double check them. Right. It's worth it. And right in that same vein is wheel bearings. Yeah. There's, there's always a kind of a conflict between people on how often this should be done and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. break it down. Well, I would always say better safe than sorry, right? Yeah. And if you're going to do preventive maintenance... You want to prevent something. Yeah. So the way to do that is every two years, just repack your wheel bearings. There's no way to actually look to see if they need it. Yeah. But if you repack them every two years, you know you're good. You're covered. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you are you're also taking covered in it, grease. Yeah. Well, or you pay somebody <laughs> to do it and it's done. It's not terribly well, expensive. Exactly. This is one of those that falls in the category of not difficult, takes a little bit of time, and it's a little bit messy. So if you don't want to spend your own time and messiness, then it's not that big a deal for a service shop to do it this isn't. work for you. And it doesn't cost that much. And what a what a load of, uh, what a weight off of your mind. That's right. Some security, some assurance. That's right. So pack your wheel bearings every two years. Now, if you plan a trip cross country, if this is your year for Alaska and you're leaving from Florida, yeah. then... Just pack your wheel bearings. It doesn't matter. Pack some spares. What's behind it? Just don't pack spares. That's don't what pack spares. No. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, I That's don't know what that is about. I don't think. Okay, less coffee for you. I've had none. <laughs> <laughs> There's the problem. So yeah, just pack your wheel bearings if you're taking a huge trip, or if you took a huge trip last year. Man, if I were doing a, a true Florida to Alaska, I would probably. Pack them on the front end. Pack them before I leave the contiguous 48. Pack them as soon as I get to Alaska. Right. Yeah. If you, put, <laughs> if you put thousands of miles on your trailer, you want to pack the wheel bearings. It's just common sense. Take care of them. They'll take care of you. There you go. Or hopefully you will never have to think about them again. They mm-hmm. just do their thing in the background. Mm-hmm. All right. What about I've had my camper stored for four months. I tried to drain all the water out of it. Yeah. It's fine. I... I always, always, always recommend treating your water system, flushing it out. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, even when you try to empty something, 
There's like, there's always a little bit of moisture in there that can, I don't know, kind of breed bacteria, make yeah. stuff grow in there. Or the, or the, the yeah. just whatever clean, moisture yeah. got in there got some, that's that stale funk. Yep. Um, clean and there's it always out. condensation. Weather's been changing. Even your trailers have been in storage. There's been changes in temperature. Therefore, some condensation could have built up inside and mm-hmm. that introduced the moisture that you thought you had out. Yeah. Now, if you're a do it yourselfer, there are some Clorox. just a little Clorox with a lot of water and there are some certain ways to do that we're not going to go into the details here but it's easily Googleable. yeah lots of lots of YouTube on that yeah so you can put a little Clorox in there let it sit a few minutes flush it out you can always do that but they make some really great water treatment Mm -hmm. that you can put in there that will clean out your tanks be sure everything's killed it's not toxic Great, great to use that yeah. as well. Once a year, get everything cleaned out. Be sure your water heater is cleaned out. Yeah. Boy, water heaters can get some funk. Right. This is a, maybe maybe this isn't even on the list, but maybe take a look at your water heater. Pull out that plug and see if you if you have one of those uh, magnesium rods in there. Check its condition because they only yeah, last yeah. maybe two years. Yeah, check that. They're supposed to look like they're covered in barnacles and be deteriorating, but but they're, yeah, they're as long as there's some rod left, yeah. it's doing its job. So, all right, that's the big thing. One more thing. This is the number one thing everyone needs to do twice a year. Now, granted, guys, we are just hitting the major high points that we don't want you to forget. Yep. This spring. Right. Because, yeah, you're going to be so excited. You're going to be so excited. <laughs> Slow down. Make sure you have a good trip and checking your sealants. You, I know that you're going to be out there washing your trailer, right? To get it ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're going to be out there scrubbing and getting it all shiny, ready to go show off at the campgrounds. So while you're doing that, just check all of your ceilings around the vents, windows, doors, corners, mm-hmm. and make sure you don't see any cracks or pinholes. Yeah. Uh, checking those things is really, really helpful because if you can catch it right when it is starting yeah. to crack, um, then you're fine. Yeah. And you, it's easier to maintain. Then you can reseal it. it. Yeah. To, yeah. If you ignore it and say, you know, it's just so tiny, I'm just going to take this trip. Well, it's going to yeah. get worse. It's going to actually be a problem. Yeah. You're but earning the epic story and repair you, that you're going to face down the road. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, y'all. Well, and you know, if you're stuck at home and you have access to your RV, what a great time to order the sealant that's specific for your type of material uh-huh. and use. Order it online. Yeah. Have it show up. If there's a lot of sealing to do, get the brush out, scrub it really clean, look for the cracks, either fill them on top or... If you've done this a few too many times, you might need to scrape off the old ceiling and put new on. Mm -hmm. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, there is no time like the present. Yeah, there's some people who have the opportunity right now to be in their driveway working on their trailer. That's right. And -hmm. checking those seals and taking care of any cracks that might have developed through the winter. Now's the time, guys. Get ready to go. Get excited. But yeah, do do the hard work. But do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Do it right. Do it right. And so that's the top six things that we think you need to not forget. I'm going to list them again. You ready? I'm ready. Get your pen and paper. Propane, batteries, tires, wheel bearings, water tanks. And sealants. I feel like we could name so many more. Well, oh, there's a million there, little yeah, things. Right? We could go on all day. But these uh, are the big systems that you don't want to forget because you're excited and in a hurry. And don't forget to put your toilet paper back in the trailer because I know all you <laughs> sneaky people yes. didn't want to go to the store. So you went to your trailer to get your secret stash of Clorox wipes and toilet paper. Yeah, I we're know talking you did. about you. I saw. I saw it on social media. So we go know. ahead and refill your trailer because you're going to be stuck out there in the woods with no TP. You did that. And, <laughs> and and when you're out there and you're stuck with no TP, remember that we said, told you so. How, <laughs> how many people do you think installed RV bidets? Oh, none. Uh, I think that was a pipe dream of yours in a pipe the middle dream, of the no night. Less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, a dream in pipe form. Gross. All right. Okay, so no. did we forget anything? You tell us. What What did we forget? Is there anything else that you're doing to your RV um, to get it ready? Let us right. know. Let us know. 
on social media. We're at RV Small Talk. Yeah. We yeah. have a community group. Yeah. Let us know yeah. what we forgot. RV Small Talk group. Yeah. Okay. Check it out. All right. Well, next we get to talk to the manufacturers, right? We're going to find out what's happening in the manufacturer's world. So everybody right now on the line, we have Keith Fishburn from Intech RV. He's way up yonder in Napanee, Indiana at the Intech RV plant where they build these really cool trailers. Anything from these rugged off-road things, the flyer line, which I happen to love, to these really cool luxury things, the, the Lunas and the Souls. The Souls. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so we have Keith on the line and we're going to check in and just find out what it's like to be a manufacturer in these weird COVID-19 days when we're all social distancing and work's changed so much. So welcome aboard, Keith. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate you having me. Well, tell us what it's like up in your neck of the woods because we're all kind of quarantining, but what's it like when you have to shut down a plant? Well, you know, the bummer is we're in Indiana. So as we were just talking about earlier, our weather is like 30 and 40 degrees still on days. So mm-hmm. that yeah. part's not as fun when you're quarantined, just talking about the personal fun part of that. But the, um, you know, as far as where we're located, we're kind of rural. So we haven't seen a lot of the, you know, major effects like some of the cities and stuff have. And we've been able, um, actually our governing body for RVs, RVIA, they've actually got it cleared where RV manufacturers can still produce and they've been deemed essential. Now that's, that's a, a double-edged sword for a lot of guys because a lot of factories are very full with lots of people right. very close to each other. You know, right. you can safely do that. But as you guys know, our, our build process is a little different. You know, our, our people are pretty well spread out. You may have one person per unit um, working on the line. So we've been able to, at a slower pace, continue to manufacture um, and really, I guess up until about the past couple of days and what's happened is the supply chain, most suppliers have had to, you know, close down or right. have a skeleton crew of people working. So over the past two days now, we've had to go ahead and stop production just because you start running out of some of the parts and pieces that you need. But it's, it's definitely been interesting. It's been a different time to, uh, kind of navigate and try and figure out what's the, you know, what's the safest for, for your employees and try and keep everybody you know, moving and, and obviously these guys want to be here working, but we want to make sure we're protecting them as well. So what kind of parts are you running out of or what are you struggling with as far as OEM parts coming in? Well, the bummer was doors. Once those, you start doors? running out of doors. <laughs> really That's a problem. That's essential. Billion units. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, big, big holes in the unit aren't, aren't a good idea. So yeah, that was uh, doors. You know, you start running out of some of your windows, you start coming up short. So there's certain things that you can, you can build a unit and then you can fill in, um, you know, afterwards if that part comes in late. But then there's other pieces like that where if it's not there, you pretty much have to stop. Yeah, mm. because you can't, you can't, build out a unit and then put it just outside out back of the shop and wait for doors to come in because all the weather is still out there <laughs> well, yeah, it, yeah this, you told this us it snowed California. yesterday it right What's that? it snowed yesterday it did yeah we uh it was it was a very pretty snow but it was also a very depressing snow because it's april so <laughs> it, uh, it snowed there was like a white ground snow. for about half the day and then it uh then it cleared up the sun came out and melted it off so but we're, it, we're hopeful that the weather turns. That'll help everybody up here a little bit. Yeah, but it makes those windows and doors kind of crucial. Very important. Yes. Very important. Have, mm-hmm. have you uh, at your at your factory, have you guys kind of seen, found some like silver lining kind of stuff? Are you all able to find some projects? Yeah, to, catch up on you know? some stuff? We have. I mean, of course, you know, the daily projects you can kind of catch up on, but one thing about us, the way we, a lot of people don't maybe realize we have a large motorsports division. So with motorsports, our trailers are hundred percent custom. So we have this really big engineering staff, very capable group. Um, with those guys moving at a slower pace, it's allowed us on the RV side, kind of dig into some, you know, future model projects, some mm-hmm. stuff that maybe wasn't moving as fast of a pace and, and accelerate that and put a lot of time and effort into it. So that part's been fun. I mean, and it's exciting for, you know, to be able to bring some of these projects maybe to the market sooner than what was originally anticipated. So we've been ah, trying to take advantage of that. Things, huh? So do we get a hint? Ooh, ooh, 
we're not, we're, you know, like, we're not allowed no. to give hints quite yet. Oh, but, no super secret know. code hint. Uh huh. No, Are you looking very, at very strict code here? I can't, I can't share too much. <laughs> okay. Well, I think, well, I think we'll play I'll twenty questions. In, in multiple lines that you're already familiar with, there are new products in the works. So, okay. of course, we've got our flyer line, our soul line. Okay, um, let me just. There's, there's something new in each one of those that's being played with right now. So, okay, well, uh, so are we looking at larger trailers in the soul line? We have started toying with some larger ones in the soul line. Um, you know, something okay. that gives you, that expands upon the layout possibilities there with the sole product. Um, and even in the flyer line, as you start to look at what does it look like if you go a little bit larger in that lineup and what, what, um, what things can we offer the customer there? So we're playing with both of those right now. Are you I making- know everybody's question is going to be, is the discover coming back? Ooh, that's a good question. That was a nice, <laughs> that was kind of a cool unit, huh? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I had some possibilities. We de- we definitely still get calls for those sometimes. Like if we have a uh, used one, or where like, can they find one? That's just it. Yep. They're not available. Used people who have them. Yeah, not people who have them, them do not let them go. <laughs> it's it's a needle in a haystack yeah. to find one of those out there. But there's definitely for a unit like that. There's definitely been it's been clear. There's some serious demand for it. So okay, but I hope none of these ideas involve wrapping it in like giant pictures of piles of leaves <laughs> oh yeah we've got all kinds of camo wraps coming for you leaf wraps we've been there done that favorites. do i need to remind you we have already done that <laughs> These weird wraps we've, we've learned a few things throughout the years and that was one of them that we kind of let go <laughs> okay good good glad to hear it yeah glad to hear let it. people wrap their own trailers can i put in my two cents worth that i would like to see an armageddon package come back yes and i think you're that those are things that we we have been playing with and working on too what can we do for the flyer customer who wants maybe a little bit more from in tech as far as what's offered on that trailer because mm-hmm. right now you know clint always says hey the flyer is your blank slate it's your starting point which is a yeah. great way to describe it mm-hmm. um but we know there's certain things um, that customers would like to see come on that trailer from the factory. So we are toying with some of those as well. Yep. Yep. And, and there are those people who just don't want to think about all the parts and pieces. They want something super cool decked out available. Right. And, and I don't know yep. that that's everybody, but I do know that there are people like that. And it's it, it was really fun to have in our showroom. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. It's true. The day day that Armageddon trailer left, we were all pretty sad. We were all sad. It looked (laughs) super cool. And for those of you who maybe don't know what the Armageddon was, it was a super tricked out flyer. It was a pursue, right? Mm -hmm. It was. And I mean, it had jerry cans hanging on it and axes. And it was badass. It had some racks (laughs) on the side and. Mm I it had like a super duper sound system, and, and it had a wrap on it, but it was a cool wrap. It was like a a map. Mm-hmm. Like that a, was it was a like a map, map, like a topographical yes. map. Yes. it looked one. cool. It, it wasn't cool. too much, yeah. but it was off road looking. Yeah, and did it have bigger off road tires on it? Nope, had the same had the standard off road tires. And we actually, so we we had our camp out for the first time last year, our owners group camp out, uh-huh. and Armageddon came to that. Oh, yeah. So the gentleman that bought it, he lives oh, just north of you guys, I think. Uh-huh. He came up and visited us, and so you oh, got to that, visit that your baby so Armageddon. Cool <laughs> yep. Good. Okay. Well, that's what we're shooting for. You can call it the Princess Craft Special. Princess Craft and Armageddon just yeah. doesn't seem yeah. to yeah. <laughs> Well, Agreed. You know, it, that sounds nice, but I think we had a little bit of a tougher name than Princess the, Craft. Yeah, the we have special. a tough time with, with Princess Craft, too, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, not a good I idea. Mean, no, like, a yeah, that won't work. Guys, but. <laughs> Give, Call it the Clint. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it needs a different... That also is not tough. <laughs> true. <laughs> I just ate a bunch of jelly beans. I know. <laughs> so you're not going to tell us any hints about what's coming up in the future, but there's going to be new stuff. How soon can we look for that? I think in the in the flyer line, you could potentially see new stuff coming as soon as uh, July, August. And then Ooh. most other items will probably be more of a fall release. 
as far as having products ready to go. So that's really exciting. Yeah, I would I would say you could probably look for at least two new models from us coming this coming this fall season. Now, a lot of people will quit buying what they see out there because they want to wait and see what the next thing is. Are there going to be new models that are going to be kind of the same size and the same weight as products that you already have? Not necessarily. So we're kind of going after after areas where we're not, you know, where customers have been asking us for something that we haven't been producing so far. So something that's in a different size and a different layout compared to what we're doing right now. So it isn't like a horizon with a different a bathroom in a different place or anything like no, that. No, no. It's going to be a whole different size If you're looking at a horizon, the horizon's still the unit for you. That you know, the next unit isn't going to fit your needs better than what that one is. Um, or if you're looking at a pursue or something like that, it's not going to be a competing product to any mm-hmm. of those. You know, you said you couldn't tell us much, but. I think we've learned a little. quite a bit. <laughs> well, I know. You, you keep dragging it out of me here. So you're going to get me in trouble now. Well, I'm not going to be allowed to come on and do your podcast anymore. Oh, so. yeah, you will. That'll never happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell Adam, thank you. <laughs> yes. So We're just helping you out. You talked about, or you said something about the Intech camp out y'all did last year was the first year you did it. Mm-hmm. Um, when is it this year? So we're, we're hopeful. I'm going to have to pull up my calendar and see. It's like the last weekend in July, like July 31st. Okay. So provided that, you know, obviously we can all get back out and hang out together. Right. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, we are shooting for that weekend again here. We actually did a post on Facebook back at the beginning of the year about it. And then here over once the parks reopen, we'll mm-hmm. be able to do our sign up. So. So and, and it's anybody next- who has an in-tech product, y'all can just go camp together. It's like a little weekend rally. It is. It's great. So we did a, it's come in on Friday. We have like some chili cook-off competitions. Everybody gets together, shows off what they're doing with their Intex, yeah. which is, is the best so part. Cool yeah. There's so many neat modifications that people do on the units. Um, uh-huh. We bring them over to the factory then, do a nice factory tour here. So it's, it's, it's fun. It's just fun to hang out with a group of people that are all kind of passionate about the same type of products together. And then yeah. we wrap up on Sunday and everybody, some people stay longer or they head home from there. Well, it sounds like everybody there is in good spirits and you're hopeful for the future. And this hasn't impacted you in any major way, except no, for allowed you to be a bit more creative, maybe. That's right. We're excited. And, you know, we're just excited for people to be able to get back out and camp. I mean, being in the outdoors, that's why we complain about our weather up here. That's yeah. such a big part of, you know, just staying, staying mentally tough and, and enjoying life. So I think parks are going to soon. Everybody can enjoy that passion of camping. Right. Yeah. Right. I think parks are going to fill up. I mean, it's going to be insane oh, yeah. when this is over. You're not going to be able to get a camping spot. No. It's going to be like a race to see like who can dial the fastest. Yeah. Right. Have you, you know, I have one more question. Then the other thing that's come up about this is that things will get more expensive because a lot of the OEM parts are going to go up and people are having trouble getting parts and that will bid the prices up. What do you see? Do you think there's going to be any price changes uh, to you that you'll have to maybe pass along eventually because of this quarantine and the shortage of parts? Right now, we're not seeing anything. None of the suppliers are indicating like there'll be a price increase. Um, you know, I see I, I see a definite potential potential shortage of product in the market just because of the slower pace things are going out right now. And then, um, you know, as we look at our production schedule, a lot of it is pre-sold units. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's you, you just got another month or so of building pre-sold product to even get that out to the market before you can get, you know, your stock units back out to the market. So, I could see the demand being high there trying to get your hands on units, Mm -hmm. but I don't foresee the price of the product going up at all. Good. Good to know. Well, thanks for chatting with us. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep. Yep. Bye, Keith. See ya. All right. We'll see ya. Right. Well, with us this morning, we are actually talking to Scott Hubble from New Camp RV and New Camp up there in Ohio. And uh, obviously they've experienced the same sort of weirdness we all are with this COVID-19 stuff. So to get more perspective from a manufacturer's point of view, this is Scott Hubble. Let's let's hop in. Scott, how are you doing? Hey, pretty good. Thanks for having me, guys. 
Absolutely. So what, uh, I mean, if, if you could give us a bird's eye view, what is going on as a manufacturer because of, because of the COVID-19 stuff? Sure. I would tell you, um, if you've spoken with some of your other manufacturers, we're probably, um, in the same bus with them. Uh, we wrote things through, um, about March 23rd in terms of production. So I know that some places had stopped shipping or stopped producing slightly earlier than that. Um, but we had put ourselves in a good position in terms of, you know, getting the purchasing ahead. We, we saw some of these rumblings back in January. So we made a few adjustments and we we're able to keep shipping. Um, and we're actually still being able to ship um, and do some catch up right now, which is, which is really nice. Um, I guess overall though, it's, it's been a little bit of a skeleton crew. So we're able to do a little bit of the teleworking. Um, we've got our customer service team doing phone calls and emails from their homes, parts and warranty as well. Um, we're doing, um, you know, some repair work here. We're continuing with our R and D here. So we're not losing a beat there. Um, and then a couple areas we were able to get ahead in is uh, finance or the finance department is always working on some project. And of course, with this new huge curveball, they've had a bunch of stuff to, mm -hmm. to work on, but also start achieving some progress on a couple other fronts and then marketing. They are not being distracted. They're working from home. They're talking to each other and they have blinders on. So our brochures are done. Our web updates coming out next week. Um, our social media interaction has been um, greatly increased. Yeah. So yeah, I've um, I've noticed y'all are doing awesome on social media. I see New Camp everywhere. Wow. Well, thanks. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was that was a lot that you just said there. Yeah. yeah. You kind of ramped up in every corner, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, there's a couple things. Obviously. Production more or less froze. So you're so, not making anything, but everything else is still working. Yeah. We figured, you know what, I'm the kind of guy who, whenever I see, you know, a, a circumstance that might be interpreted as um, negative, I know that there's silver linings. I know that there's opportunities. So we just looked at everything across all the areas and said, number one, we want to keep our people active and engaged if possible. And number two, we need to get caught up because we've been treading water with projects. Right. Um, and this has really let us catch our breath. Yeah. We hear that from a lot of people. And even on the dealership side, it seems like people are being, being able to be a little bit more creative um, because you have time to not just do what needs to be done, but then just, do a little bit more and stretch it and be a little bit more creative with the stuff like marketing, social media, stuff like that. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And we've certainly done that, but it hasn't been in the way that we thought. Not at all. No. <laughs> so we had a whole plan when this started. And yeah. And ours was kind of like yours, but I don't think we've been that successful. Well, we yeah, have we're done three other people. Things. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, anyway. you said that you saw this kind of starting up in January, what were your first clues as a manufacturer that, oh, we, we need to start gearing for a storm ahead? Well, I think that's sort of uh, two observations mm -hmm. in one question, and i got to sort of separate it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I am in the news a lot. I read a lot. Um, I try to find some of those things that aren't necessarily, um, you know, up in your face and maybe indicators of things. Um, not that, you know, I saw something no one else did, but I, when I first saw this, I shared it with the leadership team. I brought it up at a meeting. I said, I don't know if this has any legs whatsoever, but let's just start communicating with our vendors ahead of time to make sure things are in the pipeline to slightly over order. Um, worst case scenario, we have extra product on our hands. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, you know, I, it was more or less um, just a thought, some something to be safe with, and that it ended up being um, obviously a pretty big deal here yeah. um, nationally. But, yeah. yeah, I would say it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> so you've got enough doors and windows and axles and frames and uh, raw materials yeah. for everything else. 
so far so good. Um, you know, we've brought some things in over the break as well. Um, our partners have been really good that way in fulfilling mm-hmm. us with priority. Um, as you guys know, we also diversify a little bit more than maybe a traditional manufacturer does. So we had things coming in um, from different parts of the world, um, mm-hmm. even Italy, ironically. Um, mm-hmm. And those things have not been held up. Wow. So That's great to hear. Yeah, it really is. Amazing. Uh, you know, one question that I would have is, is this going to, I was going to ask you about R&D, but I know one of the things you've been working on is the barefoot. Yep. Can I, can you give us an update on that? Has that been held up or has sure. it been moved forward? Maybe. I wish it was the second one. Well, you know what um, I'm hoping for. <laughs> I mean, I've been pushing for this for a year. for this barefoot. I am. I am so ready I, for a barefoot. Yeah. Hey, we, we are too. We've been ready. Um, I think a lot of people are ready for it. Um, you know, we took our time um, doing some research, finding the right fiberglass partner. Right. And right now, um, the one of the units that we own is in the hands of, of the fiberglass company that we've partnered with um, to create the first prototype. Mm -hmm. So we are still on schedule for a summer release. Um, This has not delayed us. Um, This summer? We are still still on time. Okay. No. Now, what part of the summer? I can't make any guarantees. (laughs) Yeah, in Texas, summer means... Yeah, it All starts year. in March and it ends in November. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. have summer from pretty much Easter to Thanksgiving. True. So it's a nice summer. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. We don't have it hardly any spring or fall. So we miss all that part. Um, but yeah, so still maybe end of August. Um, hey, I, I don't like putting know, a date on it. But I know I'm you know. You're trying, optimistic. PJ. You're trying. I'm, trying. <laughs> I, okay. I'm more optimistic than that. Well, oh, we, cool. wow, that's impressive. That's impressive. We used to talk about things coming out at open house, and that's September, but nobody has been actually spouting the word open house anymore because we're never quite sure what a gathering is going to look like from here on out. So, yeah, if we can see that this summer, I am excited. Speaking of gathering, can I ask about UCAMP when you're going to make 100%. a decision on that? Yeah, um, we put a a few weeks ago, we put a date on a decision being made Okay, um, as June 1st. Okay. So I know that only gives people a couple few weeks after the fact to, you know, I guess crystallize or bail out or wh- whatever they're going to do in terms of making a decision. Right. Um, but but as you guys know, this thing has been a week by week, almost day by day yeah. type of involvement. And with the announcements yesterday is about phases one through three and, you know, a state by state, uh, you know, governor decided, um, I guess, pass. Um, we really want to just bide our time. I think the June 1st is OK. Um, I got to figure out what kind of phase will actually be classified in at that point. Right. Um, as you know, you know, there's a, a large tent that we would traditionally uh, employ for meals and certain other things. And it's and, crowded. It's definitely yeah, that, crowded. Right. So I don't know if um, if if we're maybe in one of those the tweener phases, which, frankly, we're talking about 60 days from now. Right. And right. our governor has been fairly progressive in terms of being um I was going to say progressive in terms of being conservative. (laughs) I mean, if you process that right. right? Um, Yeah. But he's been on the forefront in terms of um, shutting things down, maybe a little quicker than other Republican governors have. Um, And I could see him potentially being a little slower in opening things up and deciding, okay, did we meet the gateway to enter phase two, phase three? So whether it gets, um, you know, whether some of the elements get altered or whether we cancel the event in its entirety, I'm not sure. I think we're going to progress to a point where um, we we could potentially still have it. We all still want to have it. Right. Um, but I think, you know, we're probably making that call six weeks from now. And 
You know, right. the landscape could look radically different. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm really hoping for. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of people are just so excited about UCAMP and anxiously waiting if it's going to happen or not. Um, I mean, for all the rallies, our rallies too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hopefully we can all get out there soon, even if it is, even if it looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it would be a, a nice shot in the arm for people in terms of social interaction and health and getting back to normal and, yeah. you know, just jumping back into the things that they're used to. Sure. sure. At this point, you know, it really you start to to worry about mental health as much as anything. So, 100%. I, yeah, I, that's been on my mind a lot because I'm familiar with um, a number of people that and, and being in Ohio, frankly, it's a second most cloudy place mm-hmm. at least in, in our area in the country right. behind seattle wow i didn't know to, that what's that i didn't know that me neither yeah um but yeah we're right behind seattle in terms of sunny days per year and um you know that can really affect uh the outset like you got your vitamin d consumption right from the sun mm-hmm. but also just the mental outlook when you're looking outside and it's always dreary so i think that um Places like Ohio lean um, or, or lend their environment more towards, you know, a little bit of a depressionist yeah. outlook than, say, a sunny environment. So we I've been thinking about that for probably the last couple of weeks where I've seen the suicide hotline numbers just go up by, right. you know, over a thousand percent. Wow. Right. Uh, we'll see. But, uh, you wow. know, I think it's imperative that uh, we we all are able to enjoy a good summer with, you know, social interaction and sunny weather and yeah. um, just, I don't know. Yeah. Embrace for, for so many again. people, camping, going outside is their therapy, even if it's not sunny. It's, you know, being outside and outside next to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps a lot of people. So hopefully, hopefully soon. That's right. Hopefully soon. So it, once you meet phase one or phase two in phase one, can you start producing? Can you start making trailers again? I think technically right now um, we could probably work because the language is so ambiguous. Okay. Um, our essential non-essential language uh, is identical to that of the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um which, you know, they're our next door neighbor. Right. And so it's nice that Thor, you know, has their governor's ear and Thor has a subsidiary here in Airstream. So mm-hmm. I think we'll be walking pretty uh, in line with the state of um, Indiana. And I, we have, you know, a hopeful date of May 4th. Um, I know it's about two, two and a half weeks out, but I don't think it's unrealistic whatsoever. Um, I guess it will all really just depend on what our governor sees in terms of the progress and do we meet the qualifications of phase one and already our, our, our environment, our work environment here, both on production facility floor and in the office, there's a great deal of space. Um, so in you terms are pretty of, spaced out. That's true. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say we, we would meet a lot of the workplace criteria um, and able to get in, or in order to get started up again. Um, but we don't want to be, uh, I don't know, ahead of the game in a right. sense, not, not then we, we want to respect everybody as well as the laws and regulations that are going on, but we're, we're chomping at the bit to get back. I know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've, and you know what I want, right? Do I need to say it on air? What do you want? I'm going to yes, push for it every what do you time really, really want? I have an opportunity. You have coffee. I want a trailer <laughs> that is maybe three feet longer than a 400 with a walk around bed. I want a 400 pushed out just a little bit with a walk around bed. That would do it for you. Get on it. Yeah. New camp. Yeah. You heard smaller, the lady. <laughs> smaller than an Avia, bigger than a 400. I mean, it's the only natural next step. 
I see. I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, hear what every time. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just assume that's in the wings. I'll assume that the R and D team is on it. I think you need your own manufacturing company. So oh, you stop bossing around the other no. ones. <laughs> heck no. I I got my hands full. Well, I appreciate I you, you sharing. What? Yeah, you're you're a great friend and partner. That's what I'll say. Ah, he's ah, listening. No, that means he's not listening. He's, he's patting me on the head. That's all right. You know, uh, I painted a refrigerator in my downtime. Okay, who does that? Who does? Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, thank you for all that info. Anything else we need to know about New Camp these days? I don't think so. I just, uh, you know, this gives us a great time to reflect um, on who we are and why we do what we do. And, um, you know, our goal is always build the exceptional. And that's not just our products, but it's people and relationships with the people that do consume our products. So um, coming back with just a a renewed um, sense of vision and mission, um, we look to turn this thing around and, and make it a big positive. That's all. Oh, so I cool. love it. That's I encouraging. love that outlook. Yeah, I love it too. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, this is 100%. awesome. All right. Yeah, thanks. It's my privilege. So, and we will talk with you again soon. Stay safe up there. Bye. All right, see you, Scott. Thanks. Bye bye. We have Scott Almquist from Lance Campers up in California, and we're going to catch up with him on what's going on from a manufacturer's side. With Lance in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> Lance in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Scott. <laughs> Hello. How I are s- y'all? Good, good. good. Let's start do I with. Like a, do I sound like a Texan yet with y'all? Uh, no, no. Are you in Fort Worth? <laughs> but are you in Fort Worth? I am in Fort Worth. Oh, All right. right. Yeah. Oh, you're not in California. Well, Lance is in California. And so. usually he's yeah. in Colorado. Well, I know, but I meant Lance is in. Yeah, but you're really confusing, Scott. What's going on? What are you in- <laughs> Where are you? Okay. You're in I Texas. I start you guys off with just who the hell knows what's going on. It's all right. It's you're, working. You're, you're Scott, you're here, and uh, we're going to talk about how Lance has changed. What's what's going on at the, what do you call it, at the plant right now? <laughs> no. uh, what's going on at the plant right now is absolutely nothing. Okay. There is uh, no production going on. They uh, in California they do have a stay in place order until May fifteenth. So Lance is hoping to be able to resume production at that time. Um, the biggest problem that we foresee is parts. Yeah. Getting the parts that we need to build product, because most of the parts manufacturers are also closed. Right. And we don't know how much back stock they have, if it's going to take them a while to gear up um, and then obviously get us the parts in the proper quantities for each unit. doesn't do us any good to build a unit 90 or 95 percent and we still can't get it to anybody. Right. right. So, do you have you part know, shortages right now that you know of? Um, there are some. I don't have any particular parts in mind. But mm-hmm. I am told there are certainly some. Yes. Okay. There was some even when we closed down. Right. Um, we we had had uh, about 30 units in our yard that were not quite complete yet. Mm. We have been able to complete those, but uh, we are still at a point where some of the parts manufacturers haven't been able to catch up and keep up. Oh, wow. Man, that's going to be interesting. Do you have a skeleton crew working there? How is your parts, your R&D? We have about 30 people still working. Uh, Parts and service is still up. They're on a more limited time. They are not uh, any face to face. You know, everything Mm -hmm. there is done via the Internet or phone or what Mm -hmm. have you. So they don't have any face to face contact with consumers. Mm -hmm. So they've got no problem there. Um, they are, as I say, a little more limited time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, might be again taken if we don't have the part in stock for the, the mm-hmm. unit that needs service. 
takes a little longer to get that particular part again mm -hmm. uh, with with the issues of the parts manufacturers being shut down. So yeah, we do have a skeleton crew. Uh, we do have, if the units are done and in the yard, we can ship them. We have, uh, like I'm shipping about 11 units this week. So okay. we do have the capability of getting units out if somebody needs something that we have that will fit the need of the consumer. Yeah. What are you hearing from the dealers? Are the dealers needing more trailers? Are you seeing people wanting more trailers in stock? It, it, it's a wide variety. Um, the Midwest is actually doing pretty well. Um, mm -hmm. They haven't had as many like Nebraska doesn't even have a stay at home order. You know, so they're actually doing fairly well. Um, wow. Stephanie up in North Country sold the 1475 this week. Um, Kramer's in Illinois has been selling a few. So the Midwest is, seems to be a little stronger than a lot of the com a lot of the country. Mm -hmm. um, Arizona's actually still doing well. My uh, Brad's place there in Phoenix has taken four units this week. Mm. You know, so but a lot of the dealers, their inventory is down. So right. they need to, if somebody wants something, a lot of times it has to be ordered right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So not a lot of dealers are taking stock units. Mm -hmm. Most of them are pre-sold or something we had. We Special could make orders. Mm -hmm. Yes, make it work. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen when everything starts to open up? Do you think there'll be a run on trailers or do you think that it's going to stay really yeah, maybe slow people and be cautious? Really cautious of... Yeah, well, trailers. There's, there's two trains of thought. You know, one train of thought is it's going to the light switch is going to go on and everybody's going to want to come get a trailer and go RV in. Right. You know, right. Uh, the people that are saying that uh, you, you're not going to fly overseas, you're not going to take a cruise. So let's yeah. go buy an RV and see the country. You and know, I never thought about it that before way. Before people are comfortable doing that stuff right. again. Mm -hmm. Um, by watching a little bit of news yesterday, which I usually don't do, but I ended up catching, you know, they, they showed a very slow system of coming back. Mm -hmm. There are different phases, right? If we go into those phases and it happens in July and August and not April and May, then I think it's going to be a real slow, long comeback. There's no doubt about that. Cause it'll be mind. the end of right. summer. Just so. seasonally speaking, that yes. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it'll be the end of summer before, you know, and then summer's over. So who's going to do what? You know, if the kids are going back, if the kids are actually going back to school, mm -hmm. which I, I have to believe they are this fall, I think that's going to slow a lot of people down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, this uh, coronavirus has affected literally every corner of the market. So the well, RV industry definitely has had its share, but I don't think there's anybody it hasn't affected. And... I don't know. Do you think anything's going to be different in the end when when things start to ramp up again? Do you think life's going to change for manufacturers, for campers, for travelers, for people looking for the perfect trailer? What do you think? I don't I think shows could change. Oh, yeah. I think that uh, people, you know, with the social distancing, I think we're going to have maybe a little more people, a little more aware of their surroundings and how many people are around them. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was uh, talking to Stacy's daughter this morning about concerts, you mm -hmm. know, how long before we can have a concert again. Right. You know, and that's, uh, or, or even a baseball year. game or anything. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I want to go to a baseball and, game. So I know. Bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, and I think, I think what they're going to do with baseball games and, and even football games is they have such large stadiums. Right. They'll maybe sell out half of them and, and mm -hmm. maybe people sit a little farther away from each other. Right. Instead of have every seat uh, yeah. taken or something like that. And they're no longer so, going to have the kissing cam. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At least not with strangers. It's the it's the waving um, cam. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it, it's it, it is going to be a different world. You know, I I, I I like the world we had, and I don't think it's. I hope it's not that different. But campgrounds need to open back up, and, yes. and people, I think the the RV lifestyle will be great for the new world because yes. people can get out and get away. Yeah. You know, uh, campsites aren't always the biggest thing. But you're well over six to ten feet away from people, and you mm -hmm. know who slept in your bed last night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you gotta love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always good, good to know. 
it does. I mean, when you're in a motel, you just never know what's there, what's, you know, how they've cleaned it or well, yeah. that type of thing. So do you remember the big bed bug scare? And all of a sudden, bed people didn't, always scare me. Didn't want to go to hotels. I'm scared of the little ones. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. Back on track. So, I mean, yeah. So a, things will change. Yeah, things will change. There's even a state right now in the RV business. And luckily, in most states, the RV business has been brought on as essential. Right. Um, now, like California, RV dealers are not supposed to be open for sales. Okay, so pretty much when it's online sales only, mm-hmm. it, it really slows down the sales process. Mm-hmm. Um, here in Colorado, or in Colorado, they, uh, I got to quit saying that. Confusing <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm a Texas resident, though. They um, welcome to Texas, Scott. Well, thank you. They they again, the sales is not supposed to be open, um, but a, a lot of them are pushing that. You know, they they don't have a yeah. lot of walking business, but they're taking a lot of uh, appointments. Yes. Um, I even know of one state that if you show a customer a trailer, you have to lock that trailer for five days. What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. We're doing kind of the same thing. We're not having people come to the lot, but instead they can call us and do kind of the salesperson can go walk around and do a video tour. But, you know, having people just walk on the lot and go into units just isn't that just doesn't sound very safe. Yeah. You can't keep up with going through each one and what they touched where they went yeah and we're doing the same thing with repairs too people are getting a little irritated with us they said all i need is this one little thing done well we'll gladly do that but it has to sit here for 48 hours before we're going to touch it so uh we have perfected kind of the no uh face-to-face contact kind of operation and i'm not sure everybody's thrilled with it i would love to say it's working beautifully but well, it's a little it's challenging. Working. It's going. It, it's a little challenging. <laughs> it's not Some a preferred people, method either. No. It's just what we have to do. <laughs> Some people are more understanding than others. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think it's going to change how the RV business works in the future. And I think we'll see that. So hopefully yeah, I, it will be as good or better than it was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and, and, and the changes that you're seeing there, are there any of them you're thinking you'll keep? You know, that's the type of thing that us right. manufacturers also are looking at. But what else are you like at the um, the up here in Dallas? They just passed an order today that any worker has to wear a face mask to work mm-hmm. if you're in Dallas County. So, you know, how long is that going to go on? Yeah. And when you see your shop people and your parts people having to wear a face mask. I think same in Austin. Mm-hmm. I think if you're in the Austin city limits there, you have to wear a face Travis mask. Travis County, or, yeah, just put that yeah. in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that type of thing, I think, is going to slow people down. So, Well, uh, for now, I think the object of the game needs to be to keep everybody safe. And then we need to figure out, as everyone is talking, how to get everything started again. And mm-hmm. it's going to it's gonna change the face of the world. I will be interested to look back six months from now and see how this situation actually changed how all of us do business and how right. all of us react. You know, yeah. they're finding overseas in Europe that people don't want to go back to restaurants, even if they're open. I don't know. Really? It'll be interesting to see I can't uh, the wait reaction to go to a of what restaurant. happens. I know. I know, but I would want you someone go, else to cook for me so bad. But <laughs> would you yeah. We're all so spoiled. But would you go today if they were open? Um, yeah, see there you go. So the world will change. <laughs> Let's pro- see what it's gonna look I like. I probably would. How many margaritas do they have? <laughs> <laughs> you would social distance yourself from us. Yes. My family okay. has to stay at home while yes. I go out yeah. to eat. Yes. <laughs> Well, Scott, yeah. uh, any other news from Lance that we need to know about? You guys you sound know, like you're really, doing what you can do. That's, that's that's about all I've got for you right now. We're still plugging away. We're still trying to move the units we have. And uh, every once in a while, we get lucky and find somebody that's looking for that type of thing. So, right. yeah. uh, you know, and I feel fortunate we have that ability. Yeah, you know, most exactly. Most manufacturers and places are just shut down completely. And right. They cannot do anything. So... I think we're one step ahead of the game there. 
And then if we can just figure out when, you know, when it's going to end and if that light switch is going to come on or not, that's, that's the big question. I don't know how to answer it. Well, thank you so much for visiting with us this morning. All right. Y'all look great. Uh, Take care. Talk to you later. (laughs) All right. Bye, Scott. Bye, Scott. Bye. Well, it sounds like the guys are at least hopeful for what's coming up around the bin once uh, once we get past the worst of all this mess. Yeah, and it's great to talk to the manufacturers and know that they're trying to, you know, carry on, use their time wisely, mm-hmm. creating some new stuff, updating, kind of like what we're doing. Very nice to just be in touch with the rest of the world, yeah, right? It, it wasn't a dismal point of view I picked up on. It seems like they're looking for silver linings and some opportunities even in the midst of it. Well, what else can you do? That's right. That's it. They're not doing, they aren't doing nothing. Right, exactly. So, so good on them. Speaking of keeping in contact, we want to make sure that you guys keep in contact with us. We keep in contact with you. So, the second you get out there with your camper, be sure to email us some pictures at rvsmalltalk at gmail.com. Even faster, share them with our community. The yeah, RV Small Talk community on them. Facebook. Share those pictures and those stories of you getting released from quarantine. You could win an RV Small Talk t shirt. And they're pretty what? cute. Like, I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> and they will make grand farmer's tans. You know you want one. You know you want one to show off when you're camping. That's right, because you will be camping. Rest assured, you will be camping. So, uh, yeah, get on our RV Small Talk group and say hello. Share your pictures. Once again, we would like to thank this week's sponsor. That is the NRVTA, the, the National RV Training Academy, with the Texas RV professor, Terry Cooper, If you didn't pay attention at the beginning, this is a great way to get up to speed on how to fix, maintain, and just know your RV in and out, okay? And there's a special discount for the entire course that you download. It is 10% off if you use the code RVSmallTalk at checkout. That's right, 10% off, nrvta.com. And if you hang on, you might hear us sing Bohemian Rhapsody at the end of this. It's a secret. I have a feeling. Those things that we talk about cutting out, they're going to be there. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Did we actually do an intro that you can use? Whatever. Yeah, I thought that was and awesome. Uh, There's going to be all Come kinds on. of shenanigans. Don't listen to totally. this episode, PJ. All right. Yeah, just put it out without her reviewing yeah, it, please. Don't, don't listen to this one. Please do. And <laughs> please do. Definitely put uh, Bohemian Rhapsody somewhere in there. <laughs> and Star Trek? Just like in the middle. Well, yeah, sure. Open your eyes. And see, I'm just a poor boy. <laughs> I get no sympathy because of easy come, easy go, little high, little low. Anyway, the wind blows, doesn't really matter to PJ, to me. Mama. Mama? Mama. Mama. <laughs> Mama. Okay. In this episode. <laughs> I feel like I've been star trekking across the universe. Always going forward because we can't find reverse. So star trekking across. There's Klingons on the starboard bow. Starboard bow. Starboard bow. It's life, Jim, but not as we know what it. What is your know, problem? Which one? <laughs> it's worse than, worse than that. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. It's worse than that. He's dead, Jim.